In the morning, crisp in the morning again on Sunday, but a bit more humid throughout the day. More humid feel, but a little bit, and not by much. Still nice looking throughout the weekend. And a few degrees warmer daily. Today, close to 80. Tonight, clear, 50s and 60s. Tomorrow, sunny, temperatures of low 80s. It's 60s for the morning, early Sunday, followed by a partly sunny afternoon. A dry one, too, yet in the afternoon, high of lower to mid-80s. Going into early next week, the rain chance coming back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. The 41st Annual Harrison County Gem Mineral Fossil and Jewelry Show featuring jewelry, rocks, gems, beads, fossils, minerals, displays, demonstrations, come and stump the experts, exhibits, hourly door prizes, Saturday, May 15th, 9 to 5, Sunday, May 16th, 9 to 4, $5 for adults, kids, 10 and under, get in free, Joppa Shrine Temple, Triders Boulevard, Biloxi, I-10 will market exit number 41 North, GulfportGems.org. Fitzmaurice Food Show in this Henry's last week. So if you call up, please uh, say, give your regards to Henry. He will be moving on and we will miss him and his input into the show and his taking care of things behind the scene. Thank you very much for what you have done with us, Henry. Appreciate it over the last year. Also, your reports. Did you go to Antoine's? Have you still not made it to Antoine's? I still have not made it to Antoine's, Marianne, sadly. <laughs> I'm going to leave the show without ever having gone. Oh, well. Is your brother still here? He is. I promise okay. you. I promise. And you know what? Okay. It'll be fun because I, when I do go to Antoine's, Marianne, I get to call in as a caller. And oh, not, I wish you would. I know. I and not as would. the producer. I will. I promise you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't I let you down you like that. I, now, I just want to let you know I've made not one but two calls over there. Mm-hmm. Looking for your reservation to send you a birthday bottle of champagne. Oh. And both times, there's no reservation for you, so I've given oh, up. Goodness. <laughs> so I just give you my best wishes. Enjoy your a trip to Antoine's whenever it happens. I will. I absolutely will. Those, those mean more than anything else. I appreciate it, Marianne. Thank you so much. All right. So uh, we did a a bunch of eating over the weekend, and uh, it was bizarre eating over the weekend. And uh, so we'll start from the beginning. I love Bay St. Louis. It's a really cute, absolutely charming town. My niece has a house over there, and I reported uh, a visit to the Thorny Oyster by going over to visit her when she was over there. And she mentioned how much she loves it over there and how they have these weekends and and it's like a theme weekend. And she mentioned this one that I thought sounded great for her boys. It was Pirates Weekend. 
I neglected to remember that when I decided that Tom and I should drive to Bay St. Louis on Saturday. And I was tipped off immediately that, well, of two things. One, that there was something going on when we couldn't really get into the Bay Drive, which is right along the water and where we needed to go when there was the flashing lights of a, a cop car. So turning before I got there, I started seeing people walking around in their pirate garb and realized, oh no, this is Pirates Weekend. So uh, we decided to persist and we went around the perimeter of the pirate festivities a couple of times. And Tom, for some reason, was all down for this project, which is extremely unusual, but of course, naturally. <laughs> and so uh, it caused me to do things I shouldn't have done, which is proceed. So we parked a few blocks from where we were headed, which was actually Fields, the steakhouse. And uh, we didn't get but two blocks and I realized this is ridiculous. So we turned around and got back in the car and gave up on that and headed home where we had talked earlier in the day about going to a steakhouse. And for a brief moment, I considered going further to Biloxi to one of our favorite steakhouses, BR Prime. And then <laughs> in my dad's words, played in my head for a second and he used to like to say girl are you crazy which of course I am and but not that crazy so we turned around and we came back toward home and I started calling trying to get a reservation because this is not easy to do people talk about oh COVID 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 has driven a lot of people into restaurants where there are weights uh, certainly outside of New Orleans for sure but but even in New Orleans I hear about these weights and I've experienced them myself. So uh, I guess people are just really tired of being depressed, I guess. So uh, we called, I called Keith Young's. They said there are not only reservations booked through the dining room, but also into the bar. And then um, Pat Gallagher's and Desi Vega. And then I, it hit me, oh, there's a Pat Gallagher's in Slidell. So let me call over there. So I called and I left a message and then I knew they weren't going to call me back. And so, um, I mean, I, I, they probably would have called me back, except that they're busy answering calls. So um, I would have gotten a call back much later. So I called again because we were getting close to Slidell. And oddly enough, they answered the phone and he said, you're not going to believe this, but the call that I had right before you canceled too, so we can take you at 645. So we were going to be considerably earlier for the reservation than 645, but it was fine to go wait half an hour because that's about what it would have been. So we just got lucky all the way around. A table emptied and we got in earlier and went to Pat Gallagher's Slidell. Or what is it called? It's called Gallagher's on Front Street. And it's the same program, basically. It's just, uh, there's the there's Gallagher's Grill, which is the original. 
There's Pat Gallagher's 527, and then there's Gallagher's on Front Street. And of course, Pat's Rest a While, which is the place we always go. So we, uh, we drove up, and they were totally hopping. I felt sorry for a couple that did not make the effort that we did to call as they were driving over because they just showed up, as we often do, and were not as lucky because we had taken the reservation that they would have gotten if they had called. So it is, that's an interesting place. It's, you know, all of Pat's restaurants are so different. It's not like there's, and you know, I guess this is true of all of them. Like, like I'm thinking, okay, we could have gone to Desi Vega, and Desi Vega is the same, but Desi Vega is not the same. The place over here is completely different than the one in Metairie, which is completely different than the one in St. Charles. So, yes, I mean, the food is the same, but the environment's very different. So the one in Slidell is a much darker environment. It's an unusual kind of place it's got an odd footprint and what appears to be like sails on the ceiling and uh it's it was renovated but not a lot from the last place that was there i liked it though i i liked it a lot i might like it the most out of all three of his restaurants the steak places it's like I said, got a very unusual footprint. The first time we went there, we ate in sort of a back room, which as you go into the door, if you just kept walking, you would see this little back room, which is much quieter. But I liked the front room, which is where we sat on a little elevated portion in the corner. Because you can really see how the place buzzes and it does. There were several parties that were really large, like 12, 14 people, which accounted for a certain hmm, slower service, but not slow service. It was actually really good service, especially considering the large parties. Whenever I go to a restaurant and there are several large parties, I think, oh, this is not going to be pretty. But a restaurant that's really, really good can handle large parties along with everyone else, as they did here. So we uh, ordered a bone-in uh, filet, prime filet, bone-in bone prime filet. And Tom got his usual oysters Pablo, but these were really different to me. They seemed really different to me uh, from the ones that are served at Gallagher's Grill. I love the ones at Gallagher's This is a really unique dish. It's... Uh, based on tequila, which doesn't sound anything but bizarre, but it's actually really good. It's a tremendous amount of Parmesan cheese and tequila on grilled oysters. And um, in the flagship location, it's extraordinarily good. It's just besotted with parmesan cheese and there's just a little bit of crisp around the edges where the parmesan hardens and it's just divine these not so much they were fine they were good but they were much more toasted in a way that was different than the others there was the hint of tequila in there like in the other place and that would have been the only uniform identifying element 
moment. Uh, other than that, it, I wouldn't have called them the same dish. But uh, we started with that. And I'm trying to remember if I got... I didn't get an appetizer. Tom got the only appetizer. And there, we, were, we were, like I said, in an elevated two-step little three-table section of this odd restaurant footprint. And I got a chance to look down at the table that was right next to us. And, well, it's a, it's, it's a lot of stuff to talk about. So let me go ahead and take a break before Henry starts yelling at me. And we'll be back. Five five six nine six nine six. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. The Anchor in Madisonville has opened for the season with food to match the spectacular setting along the beautiful Shafunkta River. The smoker is turning out a variety of smoked meats for barbecue family packs. The expanded menu includes sandwiches, salads, and poor boys, but also a crawfish boil, seafood plates, and a lot of great appetizers. Bring the family to the anchor at the Chifuncta River in Madisonville. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Gloomy day outside. You know, I got an email on, uh, you know, we get a lot of emails from PR people about food guests, but we also get a lot of emails from PR people about all kinds of things that are grossly inappropriate for the show. I bet they do. You know, crime statistics and stuff like that. And I wonder wait a minute, don't you know this is a food show? But there was one that I got today that I thought was kind of interesting, which was about hurricane insurance claims. And it hit me all of a sudden, whoa, we are two weeks away from the start of another hurricane season. My gosh, where does the time go? I just, it's shocking sometimes. Anyway, that was a total aside, but... um we had, after we got the, the order in for the steak, I asked her about potatoes because what I really felt like eating was Leonese potatoes or maybe fresh cut fries. But she told me there were um, potatoes au gratin and that was it. And so I thought, oh, okay, well, I guess the COVID thing. So I ordered the potatoes au gratin and then I see a baked potato delivered to the table beneath us. And I wanted to call her over, but also on that table was a shish kebab with an enormous amount of meat there. It was probably four turnado, um, which were separated by large chunks of pepper and onion and asparagus. And so in my usual unfortunate trait the grass is always greener i looked and thought you know i i think i need to order that instead tom was talking about the crispy redfish which is odd because he had just been talking about how much he wanted a steak so um i called her over and i said 
I, I, is it too late to change our order? So she said, no, you can do that. So we changed to the shish kebab with me, of course, doing my usual thing, not fully reading the menu. And we ordered the baked potato instead. And then Tom, I since we weren't going to split the steak, uh, Tom got the crispy redfish. So when the entrees came, the shish kebab, and again, I don't know why I was surprised by this, but the shish kebab had a um, decided Asian flavor to it. Not that I object to Asian flavors. I like Asian flavors if I feel like eating Asian flavors. But if I'm going to a steakhouse and I think I'm going to eat just like a steak and a potato and some cream spinach, then I don't really want an Asian flavor, which is totally my fault because I should have read the menu. But when it came, I was like, oh, wait, Asian flavors. <laughs> so Tom got the crispy redfish, which the waitress was very excited about because she loves the crispy redfish. And it was indeed really good. The crispy redfish was great. It was absolutely flooded with gobs of almonds in a toasty, buttery manure sauce. It was great. There was some crab meat on this dish too, but that was the odd thing. It was not, didn't look like crab meat at all. It looked like feta cheese. And then I tried the crab meat and I realized that it was cold. And I thought, this is really, this is odd. And it's definitely odd for Pat Gallagher who has you know, all the I's dotted, all the T's crossed. And I was kind of shocked to get a dish that had like crab meat that appeared to be an afterthought. And very small to boot. It, it was, it, it did not fit the picture. Nevertheless, that was a delicious dish. This toasty, toasty, uh, slithered almond Meniere was just divine. So that was good. And my kebabs would have been great for someone expecting Asian flavors, but since I wasn't, I didn't like them as much as I wished I had. And again, totally my fault. Totally my fault. It's, you know, kind of goes with the overall not paying attention that is kind of characteristic of me. And we also ordered uh, cream spinach, mm, we some which I decided yeah. I don't care for there. Keith Young has the best cream spinach, for sure. Uh, actually, I uh, don't like... Uh, I think Ruth's Chris also has a good one. Well, you're luckier than me. Sit down, the, Tom. If you, to talk, get, if you want to talk, get by the mic. Um, I know you're not a big fan of cream spinach. This was actually a creamed spinach and artichoke. And it, I didn't, I didn't care for the look of it, and I didn't care for the taste of it. Again, you've got spinach, you've got cream, you've got artichoke, you've got parmesan. This can never be bad, but it's not as good as some of the other ones that I've had. And I'm, I'm just thinking, 
quickly through the ones that I've had, and I would say this would not be one of my favorites. But anyway, it was a good meal at Pat Gallagher's Front Street. It was a place that I'm really glad that we wound up going because we've been to all the other places that I called too many times, and we've only been there once. I loved it the first time I went. I loved it the second time I went. All the things that were wrong with the one visit this time were completely, <laughs> could look no further than the mirror for it, but I thought it was a really good experience, and um, kudos to the restaurant for uh, bringing that food out as hot and sizzling and uh, perfect as they did with those very large parties in there. That is Pat, Pat's on Front Street, Pat Gallagher on Front Street. I think that's the way it's it. Pat Gallagher's on Front Street. 5569696 is the number if you want to talk to me. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris here in the chair usually occupied by Tom Fitzmorris, but he has moved to another chair, and he is here too if you'd like to talk to him. We are talking about our weekend escapades, eating food. We also went, I know, I know, what can I say? We're creatures of habit. We also went to La Caretta on a beautiful sunshiny day. It's like going to the beach for us. We sit in the sun and just visit and we know everybody there and it's just one of those really comfortable things so we went there but they shocked us by having a brand new menu hmm. and it was i mean we were almost just catatonic at the surprise of these new opportunities at la caretta none of which we would probably ever take advantage of but we actually did and uh we love the new menu at la caretta there are things on it that are just too hip, like Bira tacos. And um, I'm trying to think of what else was on there that was different. We got, I got a carnitas fajita, which is almost hard to say, carnitas fajita. But uh, it was odd that they would have fajitas made with carnitas. And it was an enormous pile of pork, which again, how bad can that be? And uh, it was different in that there were no peppers or any of the other things that you normally see in a pile of fajitas. But it was definitely different and we didn't get our usual queso because there was too much else to try. I'm working my way up to the Bira Tacos. Uh, I will do that the next time. But it was uh, a big meal at La Caretta, which is extremely unusual for us, and it must have shocked all the waiters there. So we did that over the weekend. And the last thing we did was last night at Maribo, which is kind of a long story, too, and I will go into that after the bottom of the hour news break. If you would like to talk to me, Marianne Fitzmorris, I'm here. I would love to talk to you. 5569696 is the number. Today is National Chocolate Fondue Day. What in the world could be wrong with that? Chocolate fondue is the traditional final course of a fondue dinner. 
served after you've been through the bread dipped in melted cheese and the meats passed through hot oil or hot broth. It is clearly the favorite kind of fondue involving cubes of pound cake and various fresh fruits dunked in the molten chocolate long enough to coat it. You eat it still warm from the pot and the end of long fondue forks. The chocolate is usually combined with cream or evaporated milk. Otherwise, it might seize up. That means it's ganache. And some flavored liqueurs or even coffee. Fondue has never been common in New Orleans because it's the sort of thing that is best done when it's cold outside, which is only about three months a year, if that year. Fortunately, it was not raining for two days of the weekend, and I very, very quickly, before it started again, ran to the Home Depot, picked up some paint, and did a wash on my table, and then came back and really, really sealed it with a deck sealer. So today, my new my newly colored table is full of puddles, but that's what it's supposed to do. And now I don't have to worry about covering it with plastic every time it rains, which, you know, lately, as you know, has been just about every day. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I am here to talk to you. The old kitchen sage says you can melt chocolate in a double boiler or in a microwave oven, but no matter how you do it, don't wander far. Taking your eyes off melting chocolate is like punching a button in an elevator with your eyes closed and you don't even get to meet new people. This is from Tom's Almanac. I have burned myself a bit of chocolate from time to time, but I'm sure this won't surprise you. I still eat it. It is 2.30 and time for the bottom of the hour news from the Louisiana Radio Network. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Brooke Thorington. Former Louisiana Governor Buddy Romer passed away this morning. During his term from 1988 to 1991, Romer signed the bill that legalized riverboat gaming. He also worked to improve the state's environment. But his tax reform plan was rejected by the voters. Former Chief of Staff Lynn Sanderson says Romer's administration also had to cut the budget because of a large deficit. When we took office, we had almost no money. And so we were left with really tough decisions. Uh, we were not in a position to say yes nearly as much as any governor would like to. Romer was 77. The National Weather Service says 10 to 13 inches of rain has fallen in some parts of southwest Louisiana today. Numerous roads are closed in the Lake Charles area and there are reports of rainwater getting into homes. Meteorologist Donald Jones says more rain is on the way. We're looking at several rounds of uh, heavy rain producing thunderstorms rolling through the area. So this flash flooding threat is going to continue not just today, but probably for the next uh, two or three days as well. LRN. It's the first day of the first grade, and she found a new best friend. It's a layback Sunday afternoon, you wish would never end. The homemade taste of bluebell. Chocolate sheet cake is different. It's richer and chocolatier. Count on Bluebell to make it into milk chocolate ice cream with delicious chocolate sheet cake pieces, chopped pecans, and a chocolate icing swirl. It's fresh out of the oven. <laughs> I mean freezer. The good old days are being made right now. The good old days. 
for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. WGSO 990 AM has recently become recognized as an official 501c3 nonprofit organization capable of accepting tax-deductible donations. So, in commemoration of our 75th anniversary, the station is launching a 75 for 75 campaign with the goal of raising $75,000 in 2021. The funds that are raised will be dedicated to help the station fulfill our broadcast mission and satisfy any equipment needs that arise. These donations are especially important because unlike most radio stations in New Orleans, WGSO is independent, locally owned and operated and not part of a national broadcasting conglomerate. To donate, go to WGSO.com and click on the Donate button on the front page. Help us to continue to be the community voice of the Crescent City. Night and day, you are the one. Yes, 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 yes. It is on this day in 1989 that retired Rolling Stone guitarist Bill Wyman opened an American-style restaurant in London called Sticky Fingers. The menu reads like a cross between those of Houston's and Outback. His website featured an almanac of its own. For example, we learned that on this date in 1968, Mick Jagger and Marianne Faithful moved into 48 Cheyenne Walk, Chelsea, London. But it does not report that on this day in 1975, Mick punched a restaurant's window in and had to be taken to the hospital with 20 stitches. Wyman's Place has no connection with the American chain of barbecue places with the same name. Anybody been to Sticky Fingers Barbecue? You, we don't have, what, do we have it here? Wait, I'm trying to think. What is the one that we have here? Um, okay, Shane's Rib Shack, that's what we have here. And we had more than one Shane's Rib Shack here at one time. And I think now there's only one. And I think it's probably on the West Bank, which is where you would expect it to be. But Sticky Fingers is popular in the Mid-Atlantic. We went to one in uh, Chattanooga, I think. And uh, it's good enough. I mean, it's, you know, it's... Trying to think if it's if it's as good as Corky's was. I don't think so, and I don't. It, it's kind of like on the same vein as Corky's. It's uh, not a real joint. It's not even a fake joint. It's a pretty nice wood paneled kind of place, kind of like Outback. You know, which is not a joint, but it's it's got the wood paneling, which makes you think you're, you know, doing something barbecue-ish. <laughs> five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Today's edible dictionary word of the day is brought to you by Dorgnex, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. The edible dictionary word is alio olio, which we had a lengthy discussion with Michael75 about and as far as I'm concerned, it's not finished. Alio olio literally means garlic and oil. It's among the simplest of pasta dishes served tossed with a sauce 
made by cooking chopped fresh garlic, parsley, and crushed red pepper in olive oil until it is fragrant. It's found in Italian restaurants everywhere, particularly in the South. It has the reputation of being a poor man's dinner, but this should not be taken to besmirch either its goodness or its popularity. Pasta alio olio is known in New Orleans as pasta bordelaise. I am nutso about that dish, nutso, and it's probably because Tom taught us here to make a killer version of that. Yes, Michael 75, a killer version of it. We do not do just the garlic and the red pepper. We do the Italian herbs, dried thyme, uh, basil and oregano, a lot of the latter, and fresh parsley with gobs of garlic and red pepper and a liberal amount of olive oil, usually with a spaghetti pasta. This is something that we've been doing since Tom showed us how to do this 30 years. It's divine and it's a favorite Italian dish of mine. So last week, I went to a place that shall go nameless because I feel sorry for them. And the reason I feel sorry for them is that what happened is a service issue. And what happened with the service issue is what everyone is talking about. And that is that nobody's working. So we <laughs> was so looking forward to getting this restaurant's version of alio olio that i specifically wanted to go there there are two other versions actually one other version of alio olio that i love also it's at nuvolari's but we did not go to nuvolari's we called and they were booked so um we went to this other place which i like every bit as much maybe more and i ordered the alio olio but that's not what they call it there. And Tom got an oyster dish that he absolutely loved. But for some reason, the poor waitress did not put those two things together. And, and that's partially my fault because even though I got a salad with what I ordered, which should have come with Tom's oysters. Nothing came with Tom oyster, Tom's oysters, so I watched Tom eat the oysters, and I would have asked her what's going on, but I never saw her. And the reason I didn't see her, she mentioned when she came out, was that she was the day before a bus girl and had been given the private room full of people on her first night as a waitress inside, and we were outside. So I felt sorrier for her than anything else. But that was, I, I keep swearing off of Alio Olio, and I was thinking, this is the last, this is the last image I'm going to have of Alio Olio in a restaurant this night of incredibly bad service. And again, not her fault, just the circumstances dictated that it would be that way. But I do love alio olio, and uh, anywhere I can get it, if it's good, I like to get it. It is not good, surprisingly, in a lot of places. And I uh, pretty much know the ones to, to get. 
and the ones to stay away from. And it's uh, surprisingly uh, not terrific everywhere because it's so simple. It's just so simple. So last night we were offered on the menu um, my other favorite simple pasta dish, although honestly it is not, there's nothing simple about this. This is the devil <laughs> is what it is. Unless you are officially Roman, I dare you to make cacio e pepe. Because I'm about to launch in a long explanation of what we had last night, but I'll have Don, the gourmet neighbor, tell me what he's calling about before I do that. Hello, Don. I don't. Well, hello. How are you? You know, so I'm okay. A, How are you? You're okay. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> That's it, as good it, as it gets. Go ahead. Yeah, it's a special day. It is the uh, maiden voyage of the 13 quart La Crusade uh, pot today. Oh, is my it? Gave it to, yeah, my wife gave it to me on Valentine's Day, and I haven't had cause to use it because it is 13 quarts. So I decided that I would feed the hood, and we're doing like four pounds of beans, and I guess I'll probably do some cornbread muffins and uh, feed the hood, you know? It's what we do. You know what the problem is with that thing? We have one of those, and uh, the problem is storing it. I got a secret. And you know it's all. You what? know it's always empty. What? The inside of your oven. Ah, you know what? Yeah, I don't like using the oven as storage. I, well, I, my son well, does that a lot. He's got all kinds of pans in there, but I just, I, it's a pain. It's a pain. Well, we it's, have it's a just giant. This pot. Hmm? Just this pot. Just this pot. We have a bank of bins over a butler's pantry here and um it's stored in there but then i have to step up on a step stool every time to get it and it's really kind of a pain and also we don't use it because it's you know there's only the two of us right. we don't feed the hood as you do so enjoy well, your I mean, le creuset pot it literally weighs 12 pounds empty Empty. It weighs twelve pounds. Okay, then maybe the maybe yours is bigger than mine. Maybe yours. Well, is I have, a, they, have an eight, they have an eight quart. They have an eight quart too. That's a little smaller. Okay, maybe that's it. Maybe that's. Yeah, it. I use that. I use that one a lot too. But uh, so anyway, I have been away. I have been. Um, I was being tortured in oh, Florida. Yeah, yeah that, that was a blast. <laughs> um, just as you'd expect it to be. It was Florida. So anyway, yeah, I'm not a beach person. I know you are. I'm not a beach person. So anyway. That was fun, but before, before we left, and I don't want to sound like a broken record, no, I don't work for these people, we had what I would say is probably the best meal I've had in 10 years at Revolution mm -hmm. on Saturday before we left. Mm -hmm. It was mind-blowing, to say the least. I were mean, they packed? Yes, yes. They were. Uh -huh. Yes. Good. Uh, yes. It, the only way I got a reservation is because I had a phone number. Yes, it was packed. Okay. It was packed. Good. Um, turtle soup is absolutely hands down, can't touch it, best in the city. There, it's, it's just incomparable. It is superb. It is delicious. So uh, someone at the table started with that. 
uh, the obligatory crab meat beignets at the table, which are really, really good. But I'm starting to think that I don't want to start with that because it's just really rich. Yeah. So, you know, we shared one and a half, which was fine. You got a little taste. Uh, there was a, a, a seared foie gras, and I can't remember what it was with. It was odd. And when I heard it, I said, why? And when I tasted it, I said, now I know why. Mm. And um, they had a rack of venison that was rubbed in a coffee and chicory rub. Mm. It was it was tremendous. My, my wife ordered it. And when it got to the table, I looked at her and I looked at the, pl at the plate and said, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> I mean, it, was, <laughs> it, it, it had to be 18 ounces of meat. It was just, wow. it, was, it was gorgeous. It was cooked to a perfect mid-rare. Uh, my future son-in-law actually finished it. And when he finished it, he couldn't move from the table. So I said, well, I, didn't I did not tell you to eat the rest of that. That's why nobody else ate it. Huh. But... Um, and I got, surprisingly, a lobster, um, a veal, I'm sorry, not lobster, a veal bolognese. And it comes in one of those really big bowls with a flat rim. And there's like this little bitty thing in the middle, right? Yeah. So you're looking at all this empty, well, it doesn't look like a lot of food, you know? It was, I couldn't finish it. It was, that, that bowl is very, very deceiving. Uh -huh. uh, the, past, the pasta was made in-house. It was exceptional. Um, I said no to dessert. Of course, that means they brought me six, uh, which I didn't eat. But um, it was just, it was everything it always is. I mean, the service is still impeccable there. Um, when you order a drink, you get this rocks glass that is a double rocks glass that barely fits in my hand. So it's just, I don't know. I mean, price-wise, it can be pricey depending upon what you do. You can go on a lesser price scale if you want to, but it was just, it, it was, it was exceptional. I mean, if that was my last meal, I'd be happy. Yeah. Well, it I sounds can, like. I can live with that. Yeah. I can it live sounds with that. like it. So. Okay. So let me ask you a couple yeah. questions. Um, mm -hmm. Did the fact that there was a venison rack on a menu, I don't special. see special. that very often. Oh, okay. So it was a special. Mm -hmm. um, was special. Have you had Have you had that there before? Like, a is that no. something that they do with any frequency? That's an odd thing to see on a menu, I think. But you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I, I don't think I've ever seen it there before mm -hmm. as a special. I I'm almost a hundred percent sure I have had a similar dish at August as a special. Really, but. The big difference between August, and I love August as well, and the food is so rich, trust me, you don't need much of it. Right. When you look at the proportions as far as, I mean, I could have fed four people with this rack of medicine. Yeah. It was really way over-served. Yeah, really August over -served. is not known huge. for its portion size. No. Well, I mean, they might be known oh. for it, but it's not a lot of portion. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, but it's so rich when you leave, you still feel like yeah. you're... Like you're uh -huh. rolling out the door. It's yeah. look, neither one of those places are places you could go every month. Right. You know, I mean, special occasions or when you think like we have a really nice date night or it's you know, we want to make something special, then that's the place you go to. And uh I'm telling you, I have found that they're consistent even through and, and I do share your opinion on the restaurant struggles. Uh when we got to Florida we took yeah, yeah. I want to wait. Wait. I want to. I want you to stop there because we're running out of time. I need to take a break. Okay. I want you to hold take on. I want to come back and I want you to ask Michael seventy five to call us after three. 
uh, if you would, Kate, please. 5569696 is the number. We'll be back with Don the Gourmet Neighbor for round two to hear about Florida. One of my favorite roast beef poor boys isn't a poor boy place at all. DiMartino's is a wonderful restaurant with traditional Italian food and excellent fish and chicken dishes, as well as the muffalettas for which they are known. With three locations on the West Bank that are more casual, the Covington restaurant feels upscale with good food and great prices. It's a winner. DiMartino's Covington, Marrero, Algiers, and Terrytown. DiMartino's.com. Mandeville Seafood has been a local favorite, serving their house-made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast, casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites, and we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market, celebrating 25 years. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Okay, we have asked Michael75 to call back after 3 o'clock. He probably wants to argue about Alio Olio, but we have Don the Gourmet Neighbor on, and I want to hear about, I wanted to talk about the, the menu at Revolution, which has always been a great combination of the two owners, I think. I agree. It's, it's totally. definitely been the John Foles Cajun world, and then there's the Chicago Italian world. And I love those. I love the blend of that. They did a great job with the menu. The food is excellent, always has been. It is a yeah. great place. I absolutely concur. But I'm, you know, I'm it, curious about... Hmm? Go ahead. It is cool the way it comes together. Yes, you know, it, it, it The only thing I didn't like that night, now that I'm thinking of it, it was something that they just brought to me. And it was a butter poached lobster that was had a hint of vanilla on vanilla gnocchi. Now, full disclosure, I am not a gnocchi fan at all. I don't it get depends. it. I don't understand it. Have you had I Have you even, had Besh's gnocchi? I've had it everywhere. I've had it in Europe. I've had it. You, you name it, I've had it. It's just not my really? thing. Okay. I think it's a okay. textural thing, maybe. And well, I think there's the, very bad gnocchi out there. There's some mm -hmm. very bad. It's it's a delicate, nuanced thing, and if you right. get it right, it can be delish. And if you get it wrong, it can be a nightmare. And there's much more wrong gnocchi out there mm -hmm. than there is great gnocchi. But I think that well, John Besh really nails it with his crab meat gnocchi. Go ahead. Well, this was wrong. It was it was too thick. It was too much. It was okay. too dense. It was you know what I mean. It was just. I don't know. It was it was just not my thing. I, I didn't. Well, care now now I have to say to you, Don. I have to say to you, who is always declaring unequivocally that Revolution is the best restaurant, hands down, inarguably in town. They mm -hmm. should have gnocchi down. Well, I mean, I I don't know that I can be a judge of it because I really don't like it. Is what okay. I'm saying. I, okay. I just I've never had a gnocchi. Right. I, I've had it. In, I've had it in Italy. I've had it in Rome. I've had it. I just—it's not my thing. So mm -hmm. okay. Anyway, just was it served? What was it? What was the the dish? I mean, it was gnocchi and butter. what was it like? Mushrooms or crab meat or what? 
No, no, no. Uh, vanilla butter poached oh, oh, lobster. Oh, you already said that. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know mm -hmm. what? I got to tell you, I would agree with that. The whole, yeah. the whole seafood vanilla thing, but it's probably not vanilla. It's probably tarragon. No, it was vanilla. It, they also do it with vanilla, too. I mean, it's a very similar flavor. You can see the Yeah, okay. And okay. I, I didn't care for that. It's like, it's, this is not ice cream. Get away. But yeah, anyway. but you know, but they do, those, those flavor oh. profiles are very similar. Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, if you can tolerate tarragon, let's jack it up a notch or two and put yeah. real vanilla in there. <laughs> I, like, do like, I do love tarragon. I mean, Bernays <laughs> is one of my favorite sauces for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, but but that that is interesting. The vanilla and seafood thing, it is, and uh, and interesting, stuff. more interesting than good, more interesting than good. I agree with yep. you on that. Okay, go ahead. Yep. I don't know. But I'm just thinking point. about oh. these these menu items. My last question to you about Revolution is: Is the jewelry box still there? No. <gasps> so they it, so they took that as their out. They took COVID as their out mm. to retire the jewelry box. They were kind of getting old anyway. They were starting to fall apart. I think they were hard to get, and, you know. And then, then, I, then I really started thinking about it because I hadn't thought about it before. Uh huh. All, all these hands digging in this box. I don't know. Maybe it's a yeah, good but idea you know, but but you know what? I think that, and this is what you and I argue about with Jafunta all the time. I judge a restaurant that I put in a class by itself by what it does to be in a class by itself. In other words, I keep harping mm -hmm. on the. The dough that's made for the, you know, the little profiteroles for the amuse-bouche over chifunctas. The revolution equivalent of that is the individual little bonbons at the end of the meal that are given to you as a, uh, as a sign-off gift. And yeah. honestly, at that price point, that works. I don't miss them. Okay? I don't, but, I don't miss them. But you know what? I think that they should keep that maybe not in the jewelry box in some other way. Did they give you any little tidbit at the end? Yeah, about five desserts. <laughs> yeah, but I, I guarantee, no, Don, everyone order. who goes to Revolution does not have a gift of desserts. I don't know, I don't oh, know about that. Since I, doubt. Bring, I bet they bring something. That's what I'm saying. I, I wonder what other people get. Okay. Right. So anyway, That's let's go question. to Florida real quick. Um, Florida. So yeah. you know what I should have done also? You're going to get mad at me for this too. In addition to telling you where the breakers was, I should have told yeah. you about Amelia Island. There is a Ritz-Carlton up there with yeah. the most – have you been Where's to that it? restaurant? Have you been to you it? No, I haven't, but, I'm aware, but I've heard about it, yes. Yeah. I've heard it's fantastic. It's a – really unusual restaurant it's it's like one word i want to say uno or something like that but mm. it is uh it, it's it would be uh on the par with the revolution i think really? the next time if you get banished to florida again you should definitely make yeah. your way up there it's not that yeah. far that's not gonna happen ever again i'm sorry i'm putting <laughs> putting cornbread putting cornbread muffins in the uh you think two dozens enough for twelve people? Yeah, that's enough for twelve people. Yes, even that at your parties, I think that's enough for twelve people. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm gonna look up the more. name of that restaurant because uh, it is it's a place that I would try, even though I don't belong there at all. Um, I think that it's a place that I'm curious about. You know, if anybody's well, been to that Ritz Carlton restaurant, I'm gonna throw out the name when we come back from the top of the hour news. But anyway, go ahead. What? Florida is a bust. There is no one working in Florida. 
we took an Uber because I had time in, in between the conference. My wife came with me, and we heard of this really great restaurant just down the street about, I don't know, 10 minutes away. This What's was 1 o'clock in the day on a Wednesday. I can't remember the name of it. It wasn't that good. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was good. It wasn't that good. Well, that's, that's it. You know, we, we're so spoiled here. You know, somebody tells you it's a great Absolutely. restaurant. Yeah. Well, and you know, mm-hmm. but I hear so many people from here saying, oh, you know, Oh, when you go to 30A, go here, go there. Well, I went with some friends who own this gorgeous house there, and everything on 30A is, or in um, Rosemary, rather, is grossly expensive and Mm -hmm. just okay at the very best, you know? So I think people convince themselves when they're in different surroundings and in different places. I I think we make things up in our minds. Does that make sense? And sometimes we make well, things out to be more than they are because we want them to be that. And well, then yeah, expectation like is everything. In, yeah, and then I come in and I throw a wet blanket on everything because I'm a realist. <laughs> if it, you know, I just tell you like it is. And I mean, if it's not better than I can do at home, I don't want to be there. And I'm, yeah, and well, I'm pretty definitely hard to, do a I'm lot hard at home. to follow. Yeah, you so, definitely do a lot they're, they're, they're suffering. We wound up at this restaurant. It's 1 o'clock in the day. We finished at, you know, 2.15. We can't get back to the hotel. There are no Ubers. There are no lifts. Nobody is working. So I have to call the hotel, and I call the bellman, and I tell, so he sent, he sent someone to come get us. But it was just, it was just so hard to believe. In the restaurants, there's the managers are running around serving everyone trying to yeah it's sad it's and you sad. really you That's know, for sure. they were they were apologizing over and over i said look uh, you're doing your best i appreciate that you are here you know and um i get it you're doing the best you can possibly do you're only one person that's all you can do yeah that's all you can it's too do bad so it's really i don't know but i didn't i didn't i didn't leave anything in florida so i don't think i, I need to go back and i've been all over so some people love it. All right. Enjoy. No, it's a great beach. I will say it's a great beach. So, there you go. yeah. Anyway. All right, my friend. We'll talk soon. All right. Take care. I'm going to throw out the name of that restaurant as soon as I get okay. it. I have to right. I have to see. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. All right. 5569696 is the number. I hope Michael 75 calls back. I know he will because he wants to talk about Alio Olio, I'm sure. Uh, and I'm always happy to do that because it's a favorite dish. I started to talk about um, cacio a pepe, which is another favorite topic. And we ran into a cacio a pepe last night, which we didn't get. But I'm dying to tell you about what we did get because it was, it was a ridiculous dish. Do you ever go to a restaurant? This is a philosophical question for next hour. Do you ever go to a restaurant and you see either on the menu or you go forward with that and you order the dish and it comes and you say to yourself this is a ridiculous dish why is this dish offered now sometimes you may then go ahead and eat the dish and say oh because it's delicious or you may just continue to ask yourself, why is this dish offered? So last night we had one of those dishes and I will, I'll get into it a little bit more in the next hour when I have time, but um, it was something that registered that way. And uh, it wasn't bad, it was just, 
it was absurd is is the word for it anyway we will be back with more food talk after this uh news at the top of the hour from the louisiana radio network five five six nine six nine six if you want to join us wgso new orleans it's three o'clock the best in whining and dining daily it's the dine wine and spirit show with tim mcnally from 4 to 5 p.m on wgso 990 a.m new orleans supreme court that makes the first law to reach the court out of a wave of states intending to challenge the 1973 Roe v. Wade decision. The court expected to hear the case this fall. Israel says its pre-dawn airstrikes on Gaza hit facilities belonging to the terrorist group Hamas and the homes of several commanders. Power lines and main roads were damaged as well. Secretary of State Tony Blinken in Denmark reminding everyone, Palestinians and Israelis like people everywhere, uh, have the right to live in safety and security. Uh, This is not an Israeli privilege or a Palestinian privilege. It's a human right. Blinken also saying the U.S. and allies are intensely focused on diplomatic efforts to encourage de-escalation. USA Radio News. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission, and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com, and discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away. At SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com. A once-in-a-lifetime opportunity called off because of COVID-19. An entire expedition to climb Mount Everest had to be called off after several members of the climbing party were infected with COVID-19. Austrian expedition company Fortenbach Adventures says the number of infections among the 51-person party at base camp spread rapidly and that it would be irresponsible to continue the climb. Nepal only recently began allowing climbers back onto the mountain, issuing permits again in April after canceling the climbing season last year because of the pandemic. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Speaking at the White House, President Biden is again urging everyone to get vaccinated. The president also noting even though there's new guidance from the CDC regarding masks, we should still be respectful of people who choose to wear them. Some people may want to continue to wear masks, even if they're fully vaccinated. Some businesses may want to continue to require wearing masks. Let's all be kind and respectful to one another as we come out of this pandemic. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the Healthy Bone and Joint Pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Republican Senator from Florida Marco Rubio says members of Congress and other officials need to seriously investigate UFOs and the potential threat they pose. 
The senator telling 60 Minutes he wants the Department of Defense to come up with a process to take UFOs seriously. The government is reportedly planning to release a report regarding UFO sightings to Congress next month. Four police officers were shot and a suspect was killed as police were serving a search warrant in Alabama. An unnamed man believed to be responsible for two early morning murders at Brother Brian Park in Birmingham. It's going to be a dry night, crisp in the morning, crisp in the morning again on Sunday, but a bit more humid throughout the day. And more humid feel, but a little bit, not by much, still nice looking throughout the weekend. And a few degrees warmer daily. Today, close to 80. Tonight, clear, 50s and 60s. Tomorrow, sunny, temperatures of low 80s. It's 60s for the morning, early Sunday, followed by a partly sunny afternoon. A dry one, too, yet in the afternoon, high of lower to mid-80s. Going into early next week, the rain chance coming back Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Ralph Saturday. WGSO, the 41st annual Harrison County Gem Mineral Fossil and Jewelry Show featuring jewelry, rocks, gems, beads, fossils, minerals, displays, demonstrations, come and stump the experts, exhibits, hourly door prices, Saturday, May 15th, 9 to 5, Sunday, May 16th, 9 to 4, $5 for adults, kids, 10 and under, get in free, Joppa Shrine Temple. Fitzmorris Food Show. Marianne Fitzmorris in the chair wanting to talk to you about food. That is all this show has been about for 33 years. It's a long time. But then there's a lot of food, isn't there? So let's go to Michael75, who I know is going to want to talk about Alio Olio. That's, that's the last of my uh, subjects today. <laughs> Uh, but the first one is this. Did you know I was born in a crossfire hurricane and I howled at my ma in the driving rain? <laughs> you know what, I can believe what, it. What, 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 what is that relative to what you've said so far? The crossfire hurricane relative to what I've said so far. Yeah, I, okay. Did you know okay, I was born think. in a crossfire hurricane and I howled? Yes. And my mom in the driving rain. What does that you have know, to that do with? That sounds like a question for Henry, because I'm going to have to think Henry, about that. Henry, 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 tell her. Henry, it sounds like a quote Henry. from a famous novel. Henri, no, that's that's Jumping Jack Flash from the uh, Rolling Stones. Oh, you were okay. talking. You, you were talking about Sir Michael Philip Jagger, mm -hmm. uh, who was who, and he was born on July twenty sixth, nineteen forty three, mm -hmm. two days after me. That's why it's relative. Okay, see, I am not all that big a fan of the Rolling Stones. Really, I figured that. Yeah, <laughs> let me think if there's anything that I liked about. Oh. <laughs> I would tell you the one song that I liked of the Rolling Stones, but it would get me into trouble. Okay, okay. so but not yeah. for the reasons that you're thinking, folks, because I'm not woke. Um, let's see. Uh, I wanted to tell you something, Michael. This is relevant to you. Did you know that Seabiscuit died today at the age of 14? 
Seabiscuit no, the racehorse. He died on this date at the age of 40. He didn't on die this date, date in 1947. Yep. Right. right. Yeah. He, he was anyway. in 1947. I can't, yeah. Let's see. yeah, maybe that's, that's correct. Uh, anyway, Seabiscuit is a lot less horse than he's made up to be. He was a real good horse, but he wasn't close to uh, some of the great horses of all time. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and if anybody wants to, uh, uh, me to get into detail, I'll do that. But, uh, the reason, the reason I brought up the Rolling Stones and everything, cause you brought up Marianne Faithful named after you, mm-hmm. you were named after her, right? Oh my gosh, my mother's rolling over in her grave. Go ahead. <laughs> so anyway, you, you're talking about Mick and her breaking up. Well, the Stones wrote three great ballads. You know, most of their stuff was rock. But they wrote mm-hmm. a, a song called Angie, a song called Ruby Tuesday, and a song called As Tears Go By. But they didn't record As Tears Go By because uh, Mick wrote it for his girlfriend at the time, Marianne Faithful, who had a number one hit with it. So and he always regretted that after they broke up. <laughs> well, he's got enough money. Right. Yeah, it wasn't money. Uh, it was just the fact that he didn't he didn't get the credit on that song, and he wanted to sing it. But um, anyway, today, uh, well, just goes to show you, he's more of a gentleman than people would think of of him being. Oh, oh he so is pure class. If you ever if you ever seen he. he he projects that uh, uh, bad boy image, but it's that completely roguish different. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's completely different. In fact, he was educated. He's got a, a big education at one of t- some of the top universities in the uh, in London. In the UK. Mm-hmm. And was anyway, he an Eaton man was he an Eaton man? No, <laughs> Eaton. Uh, I don't think Eaton is a university. It's a, it's a school. Yeah, but uh, if he's uh, if he was brought up in all the fine channels, then no, you know no, that's he, the prep school. I don't school. think he was brought up in, but uh, he, he was in. Uh, I think it was the London School of Economics, which was a big, big, fancy mm. school. Yeah, it is. But anyway, it is. Uh, but a- anyway, getting back to uh, food, uh, because of your uh, rave reviews, uh, we were going to go to Oxlot for lunch today. Oh, really? Because we were there. <laughs> you were well. I'd love to go on there. Really? So, uh, but the rain stopped us. Uh, we weren't going to drive across that long, uh, longest bridge in the world in the rain. So, well, Michael, uh, I know why you were going to Oxlot. You want to see if that $24 steak is everything I say it is. And it is. Now, I, actually, I, what I was going to get is seared foie gras for lunch and fried frog legs. And that's what I was thinking about. But well, uh, we, we couldn't make it. And mm. instead, we, we actually... Uh, stumbled on or actually planned a, a great meal. We had the soft shell crabs at Fury's. You get one for twenty dollars oh. or two or two for twenty nine. So we, we got the two and split it, cost us fifteen mm-hmm. each. And I also had an oyster po boy, a monstrous one I had to bring home most of it. And it was delicious too. Good. Were they busy? Uh about halfway. It's it was a lunch uh-huh. crowd. But I was really uh, shocked that Oxlot has all that great stuff for lunch. It's it's an incredible place. We absolutely love the place. It, the, the menu looked great. Uh, well, I have to say to- this. I, I, I am waning on their fish and chips. Henry, I believe that the fish and chips has now ebbed 
and I think you missed your opportunity for the fish and chips there. Oh, oh, because that was on the menu. That's what my wife was getting. It is on the menu. And I'll tell you that I absolutely loved the fish and chips for a period of time. And the last maybe three times I've gotten the fish and chips, including today, I was not enthralled with it at all. Well, that would have been a great part of mine of my wife getting the fish and chips and hating it along with you. <laughs> okay, so the next time you, you venture over, somebody needs to get the steak. Tom had a blackened swordfish sandwich that he loved. Uh, really, honestly, you can't, you can't go wrong. It's just, it's just really good. Great. Except I want to, I want to tell you to beware if you're thinking, if you're feeling uh, that you need to try the uh, chicken and dumplings. It is absolutely not a traditional chicken and dumplings. Oh, because my wife makes that great. So okay, well, the, she would not like this. It's an airline chicken breast in a oh. puddle of dumplings, but it is not what you think of as a braised warm your heart chicken and dumplings right. it's a hip version of that okay yeah, exactly well so michael anyway, we'll uh, probably run into you someday at yeah, Oxford. right right and i'll i'll go up and ask for you and tom's autograph <laughs> all right keep going go ahead so anyway um you were talking about john besh in august and we had so many great cheap meals there uh ron was saying you can't eat there too cheaply Lunches, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Bring, yeah, you can. bring your own wine. They have three three courses plus uh -huh. two amoud bushes. It, it yeah. was incredible. It uh, is good. It's he, a great but, deal. But he, doesn't have, he doesn't have that anymore. I don't think. Unless he's. Oh really? I thought that was kind of like a standard thing. It, it wasn't standard for a while, but even before COVID, I think he stopped it. Is that right? Well, well, I'll tell you what. He was serving first-class ingredients, and everything oh, yeah. about that was absolutely top of the line so i don't know how he could have made any money off of that yeah so. no it had to be a come on because it, it was fabulous yeah and you know what, uh, and you know what happens we... usually you know what happens usually with that if you bring someone in to eat a lunch special like that the chances are that they're going to see something else on the menu that's not on the lunch and order it or their friend is not like in tom's case i guarantee Anytime we go do that, I stick with the thing, and Tom <laughs> orders three times as much. So it's not really, you know, a given that they're going to lose money on it. Oh, it's like it's the, a good hook like to get the, people in. It's just like the casino offering you some free uh, uh, food and everything yeah. when you come in. Yeah. But, although, but the, yeah, although I want to make I'm, it clear, there is absolutely no similarity between casino food and that of august oh exactly yeah no uh yeah. but but it, it's the same kind of thought in fact in new in new york we always go to the lunch special at uh, some of the top restaurants george george and uh cafe the Boulou four seasons and, i have to yeah. say the four seasons is an experience I have, right I have yeah to say and you get to the restaurant that. not the hotel right, which is also an price. experience but yeah yeah go ahead but anyway um so um, we, uh, one of my favorite TV sh uh, episodes was Anthony Bourdain in Rome with a guy who uh, was famous for making or inventing the cacio e pepe. <laughs> All right. 
Uh-huh. Huh? And and did he actually make it on the camera? Oh yeah, it was fabulous. You, uh -huh. you might be able to pull that up on YouTube. I might try to pull it up. Yeah. Have you ever tried to make cacho a pepe, Michael? I never have, but uh, now that I'm intrigued, I'm going to try it. Okay. I want you to try it, and I want you to report back to me. But, 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 you have to play by the rules. There are only three ingredients to cacho a pepe. Right. And you can't do anything that cheats, okay? No. The ingredients exactly. are pepper, pasta, Parmesan cheese. That's it, okay? You're not no Parmesan. deviating. It's not what? that fake Parmesan they, they serve at uh, Dorignac sometimes. <laughs> it's the Parmigiano Reggiano, it's, right? It's not. No, d the reason we always bring up the Parmesan at Dorignac is that Nicole hates the tub of Parmesan from Kraft with the green top, and I tell her that <laughs> exactly. I cheat sometimes, and it makes her cry. <laughs> so, that's but you can only that's, use that's the Dorignac and the Parmesan thing. What? You can only use the actual Parmigiano Reggiano, right? I want to. I want to make it clear that Dorignac has wonderful Parmesan cheese. That it, I just, they, I just they, like to tease they, her. They, hmm? they have American Parme, Parme, Parmesan. They call it. And the, the, the official uh, Parmigiano Reggiano from Reggiano in Italy. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm sure they and, have uh, that, too. Anyway. So that's, the one uh, you, that's the one you want to use. Is that what they say in the recipe? I've never, I've never, I think we tried it with Grana Padano because that was Tom's favorite. Oh, Grana is good, too. Yeah. I mean, that's the second, that's the second but that's, favorite. Uh, but you said no cheating, so I was going with the No, 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 no. No, it's Parmesan, pepper, and wet pasta, period. Right. Okay. Right. But right. you, are, you, it's okay to substitute grana padana. I think, you know what, maybe it's not, because we tried it <laughs> and it was a disaster, so maybe it's the wrong kind of cheese. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. And now anyway. the, the last subject is all your, all your, I, 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 again, I think Gino's and Baton Rouge is the best I've ever had. No pepper flakes, but I'm sure pepper flakes are okay. Okay. All right. I want you to try I'll, it my way yeah, and I well. will try it your way and then we'll compare notes. But okay, in the meantime, to, I'm going to look up that video on Cacio Pepe and you try it and let's, let's okay. talk about that too. Anthony Bourdain in Rome. Okay, great. Okay, I'm gonna try it. All right, take care. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. We love to have our little challenges here on the show. I dare, this is a dare, I dare you to try to make cacho a pepe at home. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six, we'll be back. Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home Cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care
care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. People always ask us, what's the best new restaurant? And lately, that's an easy one. Chifuncta's in Madisonville is not only the best new restaurant, it's in a class by itself. Bright, airy dining rooms with great views of the Chifuncta River offer a glamorous dining experience. Chef Michael Gottlieb's kitchen turns out delicious food. There's a great wine list, craft cocktails, and impeccable service. Preserve your own unique dining experience. Chifuncta's. The best meals always start with the best ingredients. If you're cooking seafood, the best ingredients are at Mandeville Seafood. All local fish, Louisiana shrimp, oysters, crab, crawfish, wild salmon, and Dungeness crabs. With a little notice, Mandeville Seafood can get anything in the seafood universe you may want to try. And it's crawfish season. Having a boil? Bring your ice chest to Mandeville Seafood. Celebrating 25 years. You make me feel so young. Yes, indeed. 556-9696. We'd love to hear from you if you would like to talk about anything having to do with food. Whether you cooked it at home or whether you ate it out or anything at all. Like Tom likes to say, if you've ever had anything to eat in your whole, whole life, give us a call. So last night, this goes back to the ridiculous dish. So last night we went to a place that I actually really like a lot. It's called Maribo. It's on the North Shore. It's not far from our house. And what we, oh yeah, we went and had a big lunch at La Coretta yesterday. And so we weren't really that hungry, but we did want to get out of the house. So I decided, okay, we're going to go make our way down to rest a while. And I will, I will have that soft shell crab sandwich that um, they had on special this weekend. Or I'll just have the boiled crawfish, which were also very good. But we started driving down there. I thought, you know, they, they might be closed. So I checked and they were. And then, you know, I, I, I say this, I checked, but I checked on Google, which is often wrong. It's as wrong as it is right. So I should have just gone ahead and called them to see if they were open, but I didn't. And then I checked on Anchor, and Anchor was going to be closed in half an hour, and we were kind of far from that. I didn't want to go too late. You know, I don't like showing up when it's, you know, 10 minutes from closing the kitchen. So we didn't do that. It was also it was getting dark, and, you know, we don't like to come back too much after dark. So uh, I decided that we should try to go to um, Pyre, up closer to our house, but that was closed too. And so then uh, that left Maribo close to our house. And so we, um, we went to Maribo. Now, the reason that Maribo was fourth on the list was that we have spent an absurd amount of time availing ourselves of the great happy hour steal is what it is. It's not even a deal, it's a steal at Maribo. It's $7 in happy hour, three to six, and Wednesday all day, it's um, $7 pizzas. And these are not like little individual pan pizzas. These are like Domenica style 
fills up a whole plate overflowing Italian buffalo milk mozzarella, although I don't like that, um, really great pizza. And so we've gone there when we're just looking to get out of the house and ordered three pizzas, something to drink, and then, you know, that's it. So we definitely didn't want pizza because we've had too much pizza at Maribo. And we've had everything else on the menu. So it was really kind of just going through the motions. But there was something that I have been curious about in past visits, and it is their... Oh, it's Italian queso. All right, let me go to Ron. I don't want to keep him waiting. We'll go to Ron right now, and then we'll come back, and I'll just continue the story between calls. Hello, Ron. Hey, good afternoon. How is everyone? We're all good. How about you? How was your birthday celebration weekend? Uh, it was fantastic. That's exactly what it was. It was a birthday weekend. It started on Thursday, yes. and it ended Sunday. <laughs> so good. I was a little tired. I actually slept in this morning. But I had a had wow. a great weekend. Uh, just you know, did a lot of things with a lot of friends and a lot of neighbors, and uh, had a super time. Probably barbecued three, maybe four times. And then uh, you know, That's we celebrated good. the life of a guy named Mister C, a neighbor of mine. Yes, you were Calvin, telling us who, about that. Who passed yeah. away? Uh, you know, uh, last week. So. That's what we do in the neighborhood. We actually celebrate oh, your life. You know, he has a, I don't know. He had a funeral I don't and everything, know if, but we uh, we have a party for you. And there I were about 35 wanna, of us. We had a good crowd. I don't know if I'd want to share my birthday with a funeral celebration, but, you know, it's just me. Anyway. It didn't it didn't happen on Thursday, so uh, uh -huh. but we were okay. We 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 okay. you know, we had parties all weekend. It was a lot of fun. You know, y'all were talking about uh, Florida. And I heard Don, the gourmet neighbor, who I love listening to. He's fabulous. And I, he, he sounds like he knows a lot about food. Um, I know that everybody's wanting to return to work. Just as somebody that spent quite a few years as a server, I can tell you one thing that I think if they did, uh, you'd, have, you'd have people lining up to get those server jobs. Tell us. Okay. It's controversial, though. Okay, so I don't want to start an argument with anyone. Um, oh, is this is, where you is, is is this the fifteen dollar um, server where you take the tips out and you just pay them a regular wage? No, um, I I don't oh. like that idea because I don't think that a good server should make the same amount of money as a bad server. Um, Agreed. What it is actually is it's the tip out. Uh, when I was a server, and I'm oh, not going to yeah. name any of the places, okay, Yes. the average tip out at the end of the night that I had to give up, in other words, these are my tips that right. I earned at my tables, it was right. 25%. If yes. the restaurants would at least temporarily just get rid of the tip out and just pay the employees, because they don't report to me anyway, um, mm -hmm. you know, just get let me keep the money that I make, and then also stop the tip pool. And what you, because, you know, if, when we have a tip pool and there are five of us, we all make the same amount of money, but if somebody right. really focuses on their tables and, and is really sharp and does a great job to help the guests the whole way, I think that person should earn more. But if they if they temporarily take the tip out away, I think that you'd have a lot more people lining up for those jobs because, like I said, over the course of waiting tables over 10 years, I gave up on the average 25% of my tips at the end of the night. Well, Ron, I... Um I think that that is a point that a server would have 
particular interest in discussing and maybe arguing about. But I would respond to that again and get into trouble. So I'm going to refrain from that. But point point noted. Let's put it that way. Okay. Yeah, the point, the short story is I think if you pay them a little more, I think more of them would want to come back to work. Because I think after about a year, everybody's kind of tired of laying around anyway. And I, I know I was. Anyway, well, great we'll show see. as always. Oh, that's it? Okay. All right. Uh, thanks for calling, Ron. Appreciate it. Thanks. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six is the number. If you would like to talk to me, I am here in the Tom Fitzmaurice chair, keeping it warm. I spell it. <laughs> Okay, I, I was I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. That sounds like Kev. All right, let's go to Kev. Kev. Hey, what's going on? Enjoying the show. Uh, Thank you. I just wanted to make a comment that uh, about uh, a bad uh, server not making the same money as a good server, and mm. you know, doing away with the with the whole collective tip jar and just letting every server mm -hmm. individually make what they make. Mm -hmm. Because it's not fair that the lazy mm -hmm. guy gets to benefit identically mm -hmm. with the hardworking server, you know? Mm -hmm. Right there, the man just laid out the number one problem with socialism. Because that's oh. exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, if you're going to say it, then I'll say it. We are moving away from meritocracy anyway, so there you go. But, but I don't want to, I don't want the show to become a political show. That's not what Tom ever intended here. So right, let's right, just, right. let's not go down that part of the yellow brick road. Anyway, go right, ahead. Right, right, right. All right. Now we take Is that what you call? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm happy to hear from a new caller, uh, no matter the circumstances. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. I do not want to get into a political discussion uh, especially in those veins, okay? Especially on this, The Food Show. I did a political show for a long time. I love doing it, but this is the Tom Fitzmaurice Food Show, and he has always shied away from controversy, and I do not want to take it in that direction. I mean, already we give credence to chains and things like that. Let's, let's uh, honor the 33-year legacy of this show. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. I'd rather talk about Cacio Pepe. It's three thirty. We'll be back after the news. Louisiana Radio Network. I'm Matt Doyle. One-term Louisiana Governor Buddy Romer has passed away at the age of 77. Romer was Louisiana's governor from 1988 to 1991. His former chief of staff, Len Sanderson, says the leader of the Romer Revolution was a dynamic figure. In the sense that uh, you could not. Uh... Uh, uh, avoid being inspired by him uh, when he spoke. He had an electric personality. Before becoming governor, Romer served seven years in the U.S. House of Representatives, and Attorney General Jeff Landry celebrated the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to not require retrials for prior non-unanimous jury convictions now that the practice has been deemed unconstitutional going forward. Landry argued ordering retrials would threaten the convictions of many violent criminals. At a time when crime rates are skyrocketing and attempts to erode law and order are continuous, it is assuring that the United States Supreme Court upheld the rule of law. LouisianaRadioNetwork.com, I'm Matt Doyle.
Summer's just around the corner, and the deals on John Deere tractor packages are heating up at Sunshine. For a limited time, our 1025R tractor package comes equipped with a 1025R tractor, loader, rotary cutter, and trailer starting at just $199 a month. You'll only find deals this good when you get powered by Sunshine. Learn about our extended warranty options and apply for financing online at sunequip.com. Restriction supply. See dealer for details. Offer ends August 3rd, 2021. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. The Edwards Mortgage Group, the Mason Collective, NOLA Title Group, and ARC Insurance Consultants are the ones to call on for all of your home needs. Whether it's mortgages, closing, sales, or insurance, they take care of your home needs, and now they've come together to help take care of the needs of our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music combined with interviews and outreach news to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. You can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.funkyuncle.live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge May 14th, it's the North Mississippi All-Stars. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to funkyuncle.live. I get misty just holding your hand. Five five six nine six nine six. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris in the Tom Fitzmorris chair here on the Tom Fitzmorris Food Show. Just another half hour left. If you would like to talk about food, please. No controversy. So I do have a philosophical question to ask you, though. Have you ever been to a restaurant and there was a ridiculous item on the menu? And you maybe ordered it or didn't order it. And if you ordered it, you realized this is an absurd menu item. Uh, what is that? And you can talk about the place that had it because I am saying that I love this restaurant, Maribo. I do. But this was a pretty ridiculous dish, I have to say. So there's something there called Italian queso. Maribo has a really good red sauce and they have terrific ciabatta bread that they bake in their warm, inviting, flame-jumping oven in the corner where they slide the pizzas in. It's probably 800 degrees in there, but they also bake their ciabatta bread. And I love, I love ciabatta. And there are some people who make really great ciabatta. Anyway, Maribo is one of those places. Oxlot is another one that has a great ciabatta. But Oxlot slices their ciabatta about half an inch thick. And this was a full inch and a half, which was, which was kind of too much. So it was thin and long and then about an inch and a half high. And it was toasted just right. And this dish was in a small 
cast iron skillet. And it was um, red sauce, but not a lot of red sauce. Mozzarella and a lot of mozzarella. And a, like a drizzle of pesto in the middle. And it was all heated together. And it came to the table... And it it seemed sort of watery, which was odd. I don't know. I don't know if it was buffalo milk mozzarella, and if it was, I would have thought for sure they would have had it on the menu as buffalo milk mozzarella because that's a premium item, and they like to brag about using not Maribo, but all restaurants that use buffalo milk mozzarella like to brag about that. So I would have thought that that would have been in, in the description on the menu. So I don't I don't understand why it was kind of wet, but anyway. <laughs> What happened was, if you pulled it, you would get like this, like if you were to take a fork in this dish and stand up with the mozzarella on the fork and stood all the way up, as high as you wanted to drag it, you would have what Tom likes to call festoons of cheese. So so then imagine that, you have this this cheese that's very elastic. So I would insert the ciabatta under the fork of cheese, but the cheese never ended. So I would keep wrapping the cheese around the ciabatta till it kept getting like a bigger and bigger wad of cheese because it never ended. And I thought, well, this is, this is not going to work very well, but that was the dish. That was the dish. And I was kind of laughing because it was just funny. And you essentially really had to cut this cheese as it unfolded on the fork. And there was definitely not enough ciabatta for all of this cheese. So then we ordered another, what they call, I guess, I think it's just ciabatta. Because um, there's a skillet bread and then there's ciabatta and so we got two more slices of ciabatta with a little more sauce and that kind of helped to finish off this skillet of of mozzarella but it was it was odd it was a very unusual thing and that was kind of enough really because that was pretty filling like I said we weren't hungry so Tom wanted some dessert and we asked what the desserts were they had cannoli which was beautiful, beautiful cannoli. And so uh, there were two of them, and Tom dug into those cannoli with the um, pistachios on the end and only ate half of one. So now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to, at the next break, offer Tom some cannoli. But uh, th that was really, really good cannoli. And that was it. We just kind of went for a snack just to get out of the house. So um, that's that was our dinner last night at Maribo. But it was a very odd dinner, and um, it was it was a ridiculous dish. So that's what I'm asking: Has anyone ever ordered at a restaurant a dish that they may or may not have registered as absurd until they started to try and eat it? But then once you were into it 
were you kind of overwhelmed by the difficulty or the frank absurdity of the dish is my question. And if you have, I would like to know what the dish was and where it was. Uh, the dish that I just described is, is almost worth getting just for the fun of it because it didn't taste bad. It was good, but it was just, it was amusing to eat, let's say. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. If you want to talk to me, I'm Marianne Fitzmorris here, ready to talk to you, and I would like very much to do that today. In 1985, a guy named Les Anderson caught a 94-pound, four-ounce Chinook salmon in Alaska. A record. He used a rod and reel. 94 pound fish we were wondering what that would taste like or whether you would even want to eat it 94 pound fish that's kind of amazing in the annals of food research today a person named elvin charles stackman who was a plant pathologist spent his life combating world hunger by researching and fighting diseases in food plants, notably wheat, corn, and other cereals. His passion for his work was fueled as much by concern for the poor, especially in Mexico, as by scientific imperatives. He was born today in 1885. I only bring that up because I wonder what Elvin Charles Stackman would think about plant-based burgers and such. I think I actually read, and I don't remember where it was, about plant-based seafood now. And I'm, um, I'm just speechless about that. Let's see, words to drink by today are from Arnold Schwarzenegger. I vehemently disagree with this, but um, I could see where a lot of people would agree. And if I could stop eating chocolate, I wouldn't need it myself so much. But anyway, his words to drink by today. Milk is for babies. When you grow up, you have to drink beer. Oh, 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 that reminds me of something. We got a press release, and I hope that they, I hope they do an interview. I invited them to do an interview. Um, there was a press release that we got a few days ago about why New Orleans is one of the worst. Henry, are you a beer drinker? Yeah, I love beer. Okay, okay. So New Orleans ranks as one of the worst cities in the United States for beer. I See, I, I figured that's where you were going with this, but I, I just can't imagine how that's the case. There are so many... Good local beer breweries around here. I think that's just BS, honestly. There's just no way that can oh, be I, the case. I, we have to find out the story behind it. Because Please. when Please. I read it, I went, what? And I knew that anyone your age for sure who was into all the craft breweries around town would go, what? And I want to know what... Uh, I There is actually the criteria is listed in the press release and if we don't talk to them for whatever reason i think they had a very strict schedule and so i need to ask them to to deviate from that and if they do then we'll get to talk to them and if we don't then um i i will mention the points from the press release but i i looked at that and i went oh man this is gonna raise some ire by uh, for a lot of people so 
I will I will read further and uh, investigate it a little bit more. But that was kind of wow is all I could say about that. The words to eat by today are from Virginia Woolf. It is part of the novelist's convention, not to mention soup and salmon and ducklings, as if soup and salmon and ducklings were of no importance. See, she gets this show. She would get this show. I always say, please tell a friend about the show. It's not really gonna change their life or their world but it is a nice escape, but it is important. It is important to think of things that make you happy and to not think of things that make you sad. And there's plenty enough of the latter out there, so do tell a friend about the show. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. We're gonna take a break now. We'll be right back after these messages. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls. And the food is very good casual fare. Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville. 985-845-2348. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, madame, with you. Yes, indeed. 5569696. Five, six, nine, six, nine, six. We have just 15 minutes left of the show, and I am going to share something that I've been saving that I uncovered in those menus for just such an occasion when I had just a few minutes left of the show. The, um, the Jiffy Pop uh, experiment has brought popped corn back into my consciousness. I love popcorn. I think most people do. If you do not like popcorn, give us a call. I'd be curious to hear uh, that there is a person out there that does not like popcorn and what it is about popcorn that you find offensive, that you don't like it. I mean, not everyone likes everything. Tom, please don't do that. Hmm? Please don't do that. I was just going to take a quick walk. Not that way, okay? Uh, well, go ahead. Fine, fine. Go ahead. Just, just watch what you're doing, please. We just say everything on the show. What, <laughs> I, can't, I can't deal with the behind the scenes and the show as I do it at the same time. I, there's only one person with one mouth talking. Uh, five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. So popcorn is um, something that came to my attention again. And I, I don't eat a lot of popcorn, but I really do like popcorn. It's a great snack. So I uh, went to the store and got some Jiffy Pop when someone was talking about Jiffy Pop and realized that something from my childhood is actually, I think, other than movie popcorn, 
And movie popcorn is sometimes not that perfect either. Uh, I think that that's like the best way to eat popcorn. I mean, I thought the Jiffy Pop was pretty great popcorn. So with this new interest in popcorn, when I was looking for, uh, looking through these menus, I saw this thing that Tom has, because Tom's got a million things over the years that we've collected of just fun little stuff like this. So this is a little primer on popcorn. There is a consumption rate in the United States. Americans consume 14 billion quarts of popcorn every year, which equals 43 quarts per person. Now, somebody's eating my share of that because before the Jiffy Pop experiment, I couldn't tell you the last time I had popcorn. I think Tom asked for popcorn a couple of months ago, and he we got some Orville Redenbacher, and we popped two bags of Orville Redenbacher, Bop, Orville Redenbacher popcorn. But prior to that, it's been at least a year since I've had any popcorn at all. And if I'm not going to movies... I don't eat popcorn. Now, now, I bought a couple of Jiffy Pops the other day because we are going to eat some more popcorn. Henry, how much popcorn do you eat? Very little popcorn, I have to say. Okay. Although, I went to El Pavo the other day and they started me off with some popcorn. That was really good. Uh-huh. Well, you're seeing that more, too. We're supposed to go to Copper Vines sometime soon and uh and they start you off with popcorn there what was how was it served just like a bowl of popcorn it was like um uh like a fry basket full of popcorn and it had a very nice kind of mexican spice on it It was good el pavo uh, real i think the name of the place uh -huh. was it was a good place okay okay uh what else did you have there we had i don't know what kind of fish it was it might have been catfish but it was a white fish taco with a very, it was kind of like you, uh, well, as you would say, very hip kind of Mexican. It had a kind of like a slaw on top of it and some pickled vegetables. Uh -huh. It was very good, and yeah. the fish was very fresh. That's what I was uh -huh. most impressed about. It was clearly just fried, so very good, but definitely not uh, what I would call authentic in any sense uh -huh. of the word. But still good. Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's authentic. And there's hip, particularly if, you, if you're talking about ethnic, and that's why mm -hmm. I always say if you're really look, if you're really genuinely looking for authentic, you're not going to find it a hip. You have to go someplace where they're really serving that kind of food. What about you, Kate? Do you eat popcorn? Is Kate ready to be thrown into the fire? I I am with Henry on this one. I don't really eat popcorn that much. Yeah, so who's eating all this popcorn? That's a lot of popcorn, 43 quarts per person a year. That's a lot, you know? And so there's three of us sitting here, and we, don't, we, we haven't had popcorn in a long time. So somebody must be eating an awful lot of popcorn to offset what we're not eating. The peak period for popcorn sales for home consumption is... When do you think it is, guys? That's you too. Oh goodness! Sorry, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for the audience to respond. Okay, uh, in the fall. Oh, it's okay. In the fall. That makes sense. I think, kind of, watching because... a lot of movies. Maybe I, uh, I. I only think of popcorn when I think of movies, frankly. Uh huh. 
Well, it's actually a really healthy snack. So if you're looking for a snack, I mean, it's it's probably one of the best things that you could do. Air popped Not the way popcorn. I make it. Goodness. Just cover it in butter and salt. That's all I want. It's a vehicle yeah. for the butter and salt for me. <laughs> oh, I like the crunch of it. I like the crunch. I don't like I don't like if the popcorn has not been popped enough mm, and you wind pops. up yeah, the the kernels. Uh, you know, like the last Jiffy Pop that I did, um I only did the one. I only did the one. That's I went back and I bought three more, so we're going to experiment a little bit more, mm-hmm. more with it. But um most of it popped. Some of it was left and I went back to try and pop the rest of it, but if you don't get it the first time, no, you, you can't get ain't it. Gonna get it. You can't get yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just yeah, it just starts burning, and then that same thing happens with when I try to pop it the regular way. Like I, I also bought when I bought the Jiffy Pop, I bought a bag of popping kernels, and I decided mm-hmm. okay, I'm gonna be a little bit more liberal with the butter, and I'm going to melt the butter because I'm not using oil. And mm-hmm. so um, the first time I did that, it worked pretty well, but there was still a lot of unpopped kernels. This time I did more butter and I thought that that would actually help it. But in fact, it seemed to work in reverse, which was odd, I thought. So I don't know. Anyway, Jiffy Pop is what we're going to stick to from now on. 13.5% moisture is ideal for popability. Now, I don't know how you would measure that, but I think that's probably a critical component to it because I find that if you let it sit and get wet, and by wet I mean if you, if like maybe there was too much butter in it and it, it got wet, I don't know, but um, the, the popping the old-fashioned way in a pot does not work for me. Air popped popcorn has only 30 calories per cup, but it doesn't have any flavor either. That's the problem. It sounds like a good idea, but it's not. Okay, so some facts about why popcorn is so good for you. It's naturally low in fat and calories. Air popped popcorn is only 30 calories a cup. Oil popped popcorn has only 35 calories per cup. So why in heaven's name if there's only five more calories per cup with something that gives it extra flavor and and more appealing feel and texture, why in the world would you air pop it? Popcorn has no artificial additives or preservatives and is sugar-free. It contains no cholesterol and is virtually fat-free. It contains a number of essential vitamins. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder what those are. It doesn't say. Popcorn contains fiber, providing roughage the body needs in the daily diet. Popcorn provides energy-producing complex carbs. It is ideal for between-meal snacking since it, since it satisfies and doesn't spoil the appetite. Three cups of popcorn equal one serving from the grain group. I don't know if I would ever think of popcorn as fulfilling a grain need but then i never think of the food pyramid anyway so um oh there's something that i definitely want to there's a a person i definitely want to have on there is a new book out about salt oh i'm jumping from one thing to another that reminds me that the name of the restaurant 
in Amelia Island, Ritz-Carlton is called Salt. I knew it was a one word something or another. I wasn't even close with Uno, but the name is Salt, and it is an ultra gourmet restaurant. It's for the really adventurous out there. So if you've been to that Amelia Island Ritz-Carlton Hotel called Salt, I would love to hear about it. I'm probably never going to go because I don't know when I'm going to travel again, but uh, I would definitely love to hear about it if you, um, if you have been. I would like a report on that restaurant, Salt, in the Ritz-Carlton in Amel at Amelia Island. All right, so there is a new um, reversal happening about salt because just like eggs, we were told that eggs were not something we should eat a lot of, and now there was a complete reversal on it, and eggs are really great for you to eat. Salt has been vilified over the last few decades, and now it's being reversed. And it's fascinating how it's tracked through millennia. And um, there's a new book from a doctor who is challenging his colleagues uh, banning of salt from our diets. And um, I want to I wanna see the book, I want to read the book, and I definitely want to talk to this doctor because that's kind of a critical thing. I have my own <clears throat> experience with that, and uh, which I will not go into. But anyway, um, I, I absolutely think that these reversals are interesting and should be discussed and uh and so we will definitely do that if we get the opportunity that's about it for the show i want to mention that it is the 75th anniversary for wgso and i would like to direct you to their brand new beautiful website wgso.com that is where you will find a yellow button on the front page that says donate and if you click that button your donation will be tax deductible that's because in addition to celebrating 75 years on the air as the community voice of the Crescent City and also the only locally owned news talk station in the city. WGSO is a 501c3 charity now, according to the IRS. And so if you do donate, your donation is tax deductible. So go see their beautiful new website, wgso.com, and please participate in the 75 for 75 campaign, which will be going on all year. So we would love for you to donate. Your, your donations will be applied to improve the quality of the signal and the station sound across the board. And hopefully, if enough funds come in, they will do a an FM um, translator, which, you know, the FM signal always sounds better. So we hope that you will go there to WGSO.com and make a donation. So we're all on this team together. We at The Food Show also have our own platform. It's called nomenu.com. That's N-O-M-E-N-U.com. If you go there, you will see... Tom's 50 years of work on food. Tom is like an encyclopedic knowledge of food. There's particular interest in New Orleans food, but food in general. A lot of text of 50 years. Just look up anything. There should be something there about whatever it is you're curious about. A lot of recipes in the recipe section, 400 some odd great recipes that do in fact come out. Extinct restaurants, restaurant reviews, a dining diary, 
the almanac that we use as a blueprint for the show, and most important, on the front page, the Food Show Podcast. So if you missed anything on the show, you can go to the podcast and click on it and hear whatever you miss. That's nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. Would like to also direct you to the part that says sign up, where you can sign up for our newsletter, which comes out twice a week. In addition to some of those things that I just mentioned, like the Dining Diary, there are specials around town of things that you can take advantage of that we have found that you might be interested in as well. We would love for you to tell a friend about the show. It's not gonna, you know, it's it's of no great import, but it is fun and it is different from everything else that's out there. They can download the Simple Radio app, type in 990 New Orleans. The Simple Radio app is free and listen from anywhere. We also have an Instagram at the New Orleans menu. We would love for you to follow us there. So please go to nomenu.com, sign up for the newsletter, follow us on Instagram, and listen to the show. It's a lot of directives. Tim McNally's up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. It's 4 o'clock. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app, WGSO.com. On the AM dial at 990, we are WGSO New Orleans. On December 6th, Potter and her attorney were informed of the judge's decision in a pretrial hearing on Monday. Prosecutors have charged Potter with second-degree manslaughter after body camera video shows her shooting and killing Wright during a traffic stop last month in Brooklyn Center. Her former chief saying Potter meant to use her taser, but instead grabbed her gun. Vice President Kamala Harris is holding more meetings on the surge at the southern border, opening a session with the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Harris saying the U.S. must focus on the root causes of mass illegal immigration to the United States from Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Republican leader from California Kevin McCarthy questioning why Harris has not been to the border herself. You're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alarude, and I'm in the best shape of my life. I love working out hard every day, but I turned 60 this year, and working out can cause some serious aches and pains. I was commiserating with my buddy Jay Schrader, the Super Bowl champion and former Raiders quarterback, about the challenges of staying in great shape for anyone over age 50. Jay said I had to try SonsOfLibertyCBD.com, and it would heal my body, mind, and soul. He was right. No more aches and pains. I feel like a million bucks. Finding quality CBD, not easy. But Sons of Liberty CBD, highest quality CBD I've ever seen. CBD is not pot. It won't get you high. It's 100% legal. It's 100% American made. CBD is mainstream and it works. For my listeners, SonsofLibertyCBD.com is offering a discount of 15% off every product if you use the code WAR15 at checkout. Even better, you can combine this discount with their subscription discount for 25% off. Please support veteran-owned, service-disabled, small business, Sons of Liberty, CBD.com. Just say War 15 to get 25% off. The Biden administration announced on Monday that about 39 million families will begin receiving monthly child tax credit payments for the first time starting July 15th. The payments are covered by the massive COVID-19 stimulus bill that passed in March. The bill raises the maximum payments families can receive per child this year from $2,000 to $3,600. Families will get monthly payments up to $300 for children under the age of 6 years old and up to $250 for children 6 to 18. According to the IRS, 80% of families will receive that money via direct deposit. The other 20% will get payments by check or debit card. It may be a bit easier to get a tank of gas on the East Coast now that thousands more stations got supplies following last week's shutdown of the nation's biggest pipeline network. 
Gas shortages in the region are easing up, but many stations are still dry. Fuel outages continue in North Carolina, South Carolina, Maryland, Virginia, and Georgia. USA Radio News. WGSO from the WGSO. Do you know what it means to love New Orleans? Celebrating 75 years, we are the community voice of the Crescent City. WGSO 990 AM. The Sazerac House is now open at 101 Magazine Street at the corner of Canal and Magazine in the heart of downtown New Orleans. You're cordially invited to experience timeless traditions and history that's worth repeating. Enjoy complimentary self-guided tours, interactive cocktail exhibits, spirit tastings, and experience the production of Sazerac rye whiskey and Peixos bitters right on site. And don't miss the Sazerac House's retail store with one-of-a-kind gifts and novelties sure to please anyone. For more information, visit... Blood Watch now in effect till Wednesday, scattered shower, thunderstorm activity tonight, a possibility. But the rain chance will go back up again during the midday afternoon hours tomorrow. And daily throughout the week, we'll see mostly afternoon activity. The warmth of the day, mostly triggering storms and showers under higher humidity and uh, afternoon warmth. As we stay mostly in the low 80s, gusty too at times, even away from the storms. Overnight lows of 70s, tomorrow's highs to lower 80s. Round to two of the storms and showers Wednesday and Thursday. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show, your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now here's your host, Tim McNally. All right, y'all, take the galoshes off and just uh, we're going to be inside for a little bit here. Hope you're doing well on this Monday afternoon. Uh, pretty overcast out there today, and uh, we're going to be this way through most of the week, unfortunately. Uh, we're going to be uh, about the temperature range uh, where we are, although it is supposed to get up into the um, uh, mid-upper 80s as we move through the week, but uh, we are going to uh, be somewhere in this neighborhood in terms of overcast, and uh, it's... Uh, Got a little rain out there. We're in a flash flood watch, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, we're not. There, there's not going to be any dramatic showers going on here uh, throughout the rest of the day. We pretty well uh, suffered our way through that, and uh, hope you're doing well. 76 degrees out there in the city of New Orleans, and um, we are going to. Uh, you know, these showers be off and on, and uh, you, you may or may not be under one of them. Uh, it, it just it just sort of depends on your 